0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: Find your funny this week with a $20 improv drop-in class at the Second City Training Center in Chicago. Your first drop-in is on us. Use the code TEST DRIVE for a free improv drop-in in any Sunday, on any Sunday at 7 PM. <laughs> whatever, whatever Sunday. Okay. For more information, go to secondcity.com back s- backslash. Just slash. Backslash. It says backslash. Does it say yeah, backslash? Yeah, it says backslash. I got the ad right in front of me. I think they're wrong, but okay. Backslash is a... Uh,
0: is it is that a thing people use? I thought it was just a regular ass slash is the problem. It doesn't back, matter. Backs, it's their ad.
1: Backslash TC or call 312-664-3959 to register.
0: Well, if people can't get to your website, that's not our damn fault. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Tren. Trin. This, this is, is friendshipping! friendshipping and the theme this week is the many different levels of friendship. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you wanna call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. Do friendship at the problem.
1: Turin, sure, I did the egg challenge. What? I did the egg challenge with my dog. Wait. Can you back, back it up? Do you know what the egg challenge is? It sounds like something to do with, like, fertility. What you do is yes. you give an egg to your dog and just see what they do with it. A, like a like a raw egg? Well, okay, here's how it started. Uh, apparently, I actually saw this on the internet when it went viral many years ago as opposed to recently. Cause you I'm,
0: knew it because before it was cool. Yeah, I was,
1: knew it before it was cool. Kind of an egg challenge hipster. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, golden retrievers are bred to carry stuff in their mouth really softly. Like, they have a really soft grip because of hunting whatever it's a it's it's the whole thing so if you give an egg to a golden retriever they'll hold it so gently in their mouth that they won't break it um and a video of this recently went viral extremely cute video and now all over the internet it's a hot sensation at least on my corner of the internet about giving an egg to your dog and seeing what they do with it so i give it i give an egg gave an egg to mavi yeah it was a hard-boiled egg.
0: Wait, so is Mavi? What Ma- Mavi is like Sheeb though, Mavi, right?
1: But apparently, it applies to more than Golden Retrievers. Okay, Mavi is a Sheba Lab Chow mix, so she's really stubborn. So we really didn't know what was going to happen. And I'm actually surprised my my partner allowed me to do this because, like, not that he has any say in what I do at any point in my life, but <laughs> uh, we do co-parent our dog. Yeah, and it was probably going to be his mess to clean up. Let's face it. <laughs> Uh, but he, he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, nice. Okay, so he gave Mavie a hard-boiled egg, and she immediately flung it. She what? flung it across the room. It was really cute. She just threw it with she her went, mouth? I don't, yeah, I think she was like, I'm going to take this now, and then she threw it with her mouth. She's an athlete like her mommy. She's like, throw the ball. <laughs> throw the weird, smelly ball for me. So, egg challenge complete. Why don't you tell me what's going on with your therapist?
0: Oh, oh, Jen. Oh, so... I started a new therapist today, this morning, before I went to work. You know, it's always good to have, like, a good hour-long cry right before you walk into the office. Yeah, in the morning. In the morning. It's great.
1: <laughs> it is hard to go to therapy in the morning. I will
0: never do it again. Yeah, it is
1: rough. First of all, you're
0: tired. Yeah. You got up at,
1: like, a normal person hour today, right?
0: That Yeah, and it was the worst thing I've ever yeah. done to myself. I woke up at 7 a.m. And there's probably, oh my people, God. I know, but there are people listening who are like, I wake up at like five in the morning every day because I know, I'm a, an adult. I know, we know, okay. We know. we know, we know, we know.
1: This is the reason why people hate hipsters. It's because when my dad is done with work, I'm just starting work. And right. it's not because he works the night shift, <laughs> it's just he's just an old man. Uh, I know, but some of us work West Coast hours. For right. no reason, even though we live in the Midwest, just you
0: know, we're just drifting westward here in Chicago. <laughs> it's, you know, global warming, our plate is slowly sliding over. Um, yeah, no, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. And I told her that, um, because one, <laughs> so I had two main takeaways from today. Other than she actually, I think, is uh, a normal person. Oh, good. Yeah, like she's very um like clinical, and she didn't talk that much. And I was just like, oh, there we go. Yes, yes. Unlike
1: the last therapist, which Who? was kind of in therapy. For, for herself, her, yeah. with
0: you. I am very happy with our dynamic. Hmm. And uh, she asked me, so, you know, what has worked well for you with other therapists? And well, I was no like. No what
1: hasn't worked well.
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, oh, you know, um, I've, I've, you know, I've kind of had uh, the kitty gloves therapist for a while. Like people who kind of like say like, oh, you're doing fine. Like no matter what, even though when I know I make bad choices. <laughs> OK, like I know that I do. I know this about myself. And I was like, so what works well for me is like a really professional relationship where we like work very concretely on steps that I can take to to get better. And she asked me about my last therapist and I kept saying things like, you know, it was a difference in personality and all this stuff, but I really wanted to tell her, you know, and she wouldn't she wouldn't dive in like I was hoping like yeah. oh what kind of personality conflicts do you have like what what philosophical differences might might you have no she never asked me until finally like 10 minutes before I was slated to leave I go can I tell you about my last therapist can I please tell you the story yes you told her and yes she, and she was like you know it seemed like you wanted to tell me <laughs> So, yes. (laughs) She read you like a book. (laughs) She's like, well, I mean, if she read me like a book, maybe she would have asked me. Right. You know? Right. But not important, I guess. Yeah, okay. But I was like, please, may I tell you this story? (laughs) And so I went through the whole thing, which if you're new to friendshipping, uh, my last therapist uh, stole a dog, gave it to a neighbor, and uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Go back three or four episodes. Right. It's a whole arc. Don't worry too much about it. Uh, And so when I got done, I was like... And like, I'm like waiting, for t- I'm waiting for the ta-da moment where she's like, oh yeah, that was fucking nuts, you know, but she's too professional. So she just kind of like, yeah, I can see why that would be a problem. Wow. And I go, I go, but y- y- she stole a dog. Yeah. Can I get a little, can you come in a little more strongly right. on this? Right, right, right. I was just like, I kind of like throw my arms out like, hey. <laughs> Say something about it. And she's just kind of like, yeah, no, I can understand why that would be like a big deal. And I was just like, you're not your eyes aren't going like wowza wowza about this. Like, really? She was completely fucking unfazed.
1: Wow. That bitch has seen some shit.
0: And when I, that's what I'm thinking, is I'm just like, this must not be the craziest shit she's ever heard. From
1: a therapist, even.
0: from a th- And I am, you know what? I, I, I think that's a good sign. Honestly, yeah. Like, if, if that crazy bullshit didn't faze her, my crazy bullshit if is going to If she ran be... around the room screaming, <laughs> that might be a bad sign. But I wanted to hear—this I this is what I wanted. I wanted her to be like— Wow. Right. Want, that, you wanted
1: an audience for that fucking crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: wanted to I wanted it to be like the time when I went to my new dentist and I explained to him why I stopped going to oh, the dentist. Here we go. Which was because my old dentist leaned over oh, me. Oh, I hate this story. You, so this is a booger story, everybody. So if you're not into boogers, close your ears for like ten seconds. Anyway, so he had no mask on, and Wait, I was, can still hear yeah, you. Why did I take my headphones off? We're in off? the same, yeah, yeah, we're in the same room, same room. Uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you that like a booger fell in my mouth. Okay, ah! that's what happened. All right, and, and his I, wife was dead, and his wife was dead. So I can't be mad about it. Okay, like you can't, you can't be mad. He was upset because his wife was dead, and he was leaking fluid into your mouth. Exactly, not his fault, but you know, also pretty traumatic for me. So um, but when I told that story, the dentists, they were like, wow, we're dentists and we haven't even hear, heard anything that gross before. I wanted that. I am picturing, wow, we're dentists.
1: <laughs> we are dentists here. That's what we do. We work on people's mouths. And that is the grossest mouth story that I'm going to tell all my other dentists. That's about. what it was
0: like. It was like they were like, this is a new gross story in my vernacular of gross stories that I bust out at bars. you going to get on the dentist forms and share that one I even said to them I was like feel free to tell this story I don't care like it's okay you know and so that's what I wanted from my therapist like wow I'm sure blown. that
1: blew up dentist Twitter um, yeah I can see why I get it. you wouldn't want that you would want a reaction from your therapist there because it's kind of like anything she's not allowed on the podcast she's not, she wouldn't be she wouldn't have the explosive reactions we're looking for oh my god speaking of the
0: podcast so I, I said to my therapist I was like Listen, I have a podcast about mental health and I've told you told her. I told oh her. Oh god, we've been outed. But listen, but listen. So I go I got this podcast. It's called Friendshipping and like it's cool if you listen to it. It is cool if you don't. But you know, I just wanted to let you know that it exists and uh and if if that's something you want. And I was hoping that she'd be like, "Oh yeah." Look, and I actually didn't even say what it was called. I yeah. just said all this. Yeah. And I was hoping that she'd be like, Oh, what's it called? Where can I go? Nothing. Stone cold. She just nodded and she was like, cool, next thing? Wow. I know. I love her. She's a bitch. Yeah. She's, she's a, a huge she's bitch. She's got ice cold ice cold
1: <laughs> venom in those veins. I
0: love her what so much. What the hell? I can't wait to grow Nothing? up into her. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Nothing. Wow. Did you tell her where you work? Yeah. Any recognition?
0: No. Doesn't give a shit? She didn't care at all.
1: Wow, my therapist thought that was interesting. She did not. She was like, never heard of it. I'll look that up. But I was like, "Eh, this is going to be weird.
0: So uh, so she didn't ask me about Cards Against Humanity. And I was like, yeah, it's like a tabletop. It's a saucy tabletop game. And she just kind of like nodded. And I was just like that, that phrase didn't didn't no. set off any questions. And I even said I was like something that's really important to me about my work is like my ability to do some good. And let me tell you a little bit about this card saves America project we did and how important that was for me to see my company doing. And she was just like, cool, border wall, whatever. All right. Sure. All right. Um. right.
1: OK, that's <laughs> kind of rude. Of her, <laughs> like, I mean, did she, did she, like, did she look at no. her? Did she,
0: like. She asked for zero de- details. She was like, okay, tell me about your brother. Um, okay. I think she's, I mean, next. Do you understand how much less interesting my brother is than, than Cards <laughs> Humanity Saves no America? No questions, bitch. Come nothing, on. Nothing. Well, anyway, I'll tell you all about therapy <laughs> next, next week. <laughs> I can't wait. These are great. Oh, my good Christ. So, uh, this episode today is about levels of friendship. And how there are many of them, there's a beautiful spectrum of friendship, just like there's a beautiful spectrum of gender. You can pick any point on the fucking spectrum you want. Should we just do it? I'll do it. Jen, do it to me. Okay.
1: I have a really good friend who has had a pretty crappy time recently, and she isn't able to really talk to her partner much, as he has his own issues, and they basically are really bad communicators themselves. They're always on tiptoes around each other, second-guessing each other because they sort of set each other off in a depressive spiral. So she regularly dumps her problems on me, which I wouldn't mind, except that she regularly conflates all of her problems into one big lump, and frequently one big long text. For example, friends won't come to a party, making friends is hard, feels her partner is not supportive and wonders why she bothers, can't get a job in the area she wants, won't be able to retire till she's 100, world's gotten shit, Etc. Etc. I love her to death and I want to be supportive, but I just don't know where to start with all of this at once. Mostly I try to listen and then work out what the real issue is and pick at the most immediate one that I think is setting her off. But it always leaves me feeling like I haven't really done enough. Is there a way to generally deal with all of the things at once without sounding like I'm just fobbing her off?
0: Is that a word? I honestly think I I read that several times and I was wondering if it is. And you want to know what? It is now.
1: It is now. Is there a way to have the hard, serious conversation with her about the issues she's having with her partner so that maybe they can learn to better communicate?
0: Thanks. Love your show. So uh, it is – fobbing is a word, and it's uh, under archaic. Oh. So uh, So this person – Is a learned
1: p- – Scholar. Asker. A learned
0: scholar. <laughs> Okay,
1: so... Trin, your read on this question is... This person's fucking depressed. Yeah, you got a sad one on your
0: hands. You've got a Trin, okay? So (laughs) (laughs) the first thing I thought when I was reading this question, I was like, holy fuck, I do this to Jen all of the time. (laughs) Yeah, but you have reasonable expectations of what I can do back. Thank you.
1: You totally do. You don't expect me to fix it.
0: I just want to tell. Yeah, you yeah. want to tell
1: someone, which is totally acceptable. I
0: almost said tell someone, but that's not quite it. It's really that I want you specifically to know. Yeah, you want to me to know. Yeah.
1: Aww.
0: <laughs> She picked me. It's not like I go through my Rolodex. I'm like, who can I dump on today? Let's scroll through your phone. (laughs) No, I have like my, you know, my top five who I'm just like, here's all the reasons I'm sad right now. How about you? Yeah. (laughs) And you are in this person's top five. Yes. And, And so the first note we have is um lol, this is Jen. Um so yes, no, this person is definitely depressed because and the reason why I think that is because when you are depressed enormous problems global problems feel immediate and close they become part of your laundry list of things that are fucking you up right now so she's not just having problems with her boyfriend although obviously this is something that you're super concerned about it it makes sense that you want her to have more of a support network other than you but honestly that support network should be a therapist a professional because what she's doing it's not just dumping it's like here's everything here is all of it right And if you're having a hard time answering her and it's not just a, my friend, I just need to vent. I need to get this off my chest. I want you to know what's going on with my life. She wants you to solve stuff. That's really unfair, which is not to say she's a dick. It's just like, that's what she's doing.
1: You said, ask her, I don't know where to start with all of this at once. Friend, ask her, pretend I'm looking you in the eye right now. Of course you don't. Of course you don't know where to start with all of this. This is not your field. Like, okay. Stepping back, let's pretend one of your friends has bronchitis or something. You wouldn't diagnose or prescribe treatments to someone with bronchitis and you shouldn't prescribe treatment and diagnose someone who
0: is depressed or has depressive episodes. As we say, diagnosing this friend with depression. Right. I know, right? We want to be super clear. Like, again, we always say we're not doctors or therapists, but this reads to us like she has a large internal problem and that her, her lens of seeing the world is a little bit broken. Um, And she's reaching out to you to be her entire support network when really it should be, like you said, her partner and perhaps a professional.
1: Honestly, even if she's not depressed, I think our answer is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Which is therapy. Like, okay, like I was like if your friend had bronchitis, you could drive them to the doctor's office. You could pick up cough drops and Gatorade from Walgreens because you sound like a great friend,
0: but you can't get in there and fix all these problems. I think helping her talk to her partner is super sweet. Like that is a really good first step. And breaking down her problems into things that are solvable and concrete is a wonderful way to talk to somebody who's just overwhelmed with sadness, whether that's a medical thing or just the long laundry list of things that are wrong in the planet. Yes. But I I don't think you can solve her relationship for her either. Yeah, that is huge and heavy. And it's so broad.
1: You said communication issues. Like, you're not going to solve that with a conversation with your friend. You know, this is what counselors and therapists are for, right? Yeah. Why don't we talk briefly about what a therapist can do for you? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay.
0: It's not just you walk in and they're like, you're depressed. Here's some medicine to eat. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm numb. I'm numb. Oh, okay. Here's what a therapist can do. I I made a little list. Trin, feel free to jump in. A therapist, a good therapist, I'll clarify. A good therapist can provide a safe space for you to cry, to swear, to not do either of those things or say mean things about other people or (laughs) the world or the world. world. Everyone. Yeah. Humanity. And those mean things will not be repeated. A good therapy session can allow you to say something loud that you would never say otherwise, which can be very freeing. Therapists can help you get to know yourself and recognize your patterns and the people you seek out or the people you avoid, the people you like or the people you admire. Good therapists can help you sort out those stuff. If your life is very busy, sort out what's important to you, what's not. Good therapists can help you through the end of a relationship or major life change, can improve how you communicate, how you listen, how you know yourself. This is just off the top of my head. Well, it's really I, good. I actually wrote it down. Oh, no. I re- I,
0: she thought it off. Yeah. But I, I Can know, you do that? <laughs> you <laughs> can't. Ask her. You can't do all <laughs> she that. She called her a bitch. I'm sorry. I'm feeling saucy. It's you okay. sound like a really amazing friend, but you can't do all that. No. No, you can't. And I, I'm afraid that she's coming to you to say—she she wants you to remind her that things are solvable. She wants you to say something like— no, I read this thing that some people will be able to retire before they're 80. No, you don't have that. OK, a, a therapist can help you bring these unsolvable problems to light, such as global warming. But have you think of a reasonable way to deal with them? So it's not just I'm going to go to my friend and cry about uh, sea turtles eating the plastic bags in the ocean, which there's a video made me cry. And also I bought all of the reusable bags. I'll never use a plastic bag again. So you know what I'm saying? The therapist will say, OK, let's take a moment to to remember what is my place in this problem? Like, is this a matter of me just dealing with something that is happening that I cannot change? Or can I, how can I, I turn this pain into action? A therapist can do that for you, too. All in all, man, you're just doing a lot of work on a, a problem that work. is unsolvable.
1: Yeah. Why don't, why don't we talk about some things that, like, maybe this friend can do?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. first, I think she should say something like, I can't solve these fucking problems for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's give some scripts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe about, like, hey, have you tried therapy? I bet a therapist could help you through this. Guess what? I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I have an art degree or whatever. <laughs>
0: Or uh, hey man, have you ever considered not reading Twitter and refreshing Twitter all day? Because the human body was not meant to take in twenty-four hour news cycles. You know, honestly, okay, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I want to say it. Oh, bring it home. Less than two hundred years ago is when most people in the United States received electricity in their homes. Okay, like the world is evolving in such a way that like we are receiving way too much information. Okay, like. People 200 years ago, they were not worried about the planet melting. They were worried about fucking polio, which is bad. Polio bad. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. Polio bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but got a brave way. stance here in shipping. <laughs> but, it's, you know, it's not the same. We were not built to deal with the possibility of our entire species going extinct. No other species even knows what that is. They don't get existential dread. Your dog doesn't have existential dread. It is very unfair. So part of having a brain and having consciousness means that you have to deal with all those ramifications. Your ability to process pain sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Especially if you are a depressed person like this who's taking on so much pain, the pain of the world, the pain of not being able to retire, the world going to shit. It's time to depersonalize some of that stuff. And part of that is stop reading the fucking news sorry i loved that well also we, we also have to admit that some people can't divorce themselves with the with the problems of reality when I mean, puerto rico doesn't have fucking electricity you and know Flint, michigan doesn't have water right and but us knowing those things and processing those things doesn't actually change that reality it does no help so you have to learn how to be happy beyond that this is very sad yeah this extremely sucks Your friend is asking you to convince her that everything will be okay. She wants you to be mom. Oh. Right? Doesn't everybody kind of want that? My heart. Oh, God. Your your friend wants you to pat her on the back and convince her to be okay. And you can't.
1: No, that's not a a role. That's not a thing. But we wish we could have that. Yeah, I I want
0: Barack Obama to walk through the door and wrap me in his embrace and say, it's going to be okay, Trin. I'm here. I want... To curl up between Michelle and Barack.
1: Yes. With the look up Joe. Yes. And watch a movie. That's what we, we want. I wanna watch Devil Wars Prada. But we nobody can do that for each other. We can't. It's I not mean, gonna happen probably.
0: I guess I Jen, I could sandwich you between me and Max. No, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome. Um so let's okay how are we going to bring this back home? Cuz I feel like what we are what we really like n- like zoned in on right now <laughs> is, is so like fun. is like you're totally right. The world's completely fucked. Like don't <laughs> like don't get <laughs> don't me don't wrong. Don't even try. Caring sucks. Yeah, this is the worst, but like honestly, that is the curse of being sentient. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sucks. Don't you wish
0: you were a robot or
1: a whale? Oh. oh. <laughs> I love whales. Um, they're all dying. I hope that's the soundbite that goes after the beat. I love what it. Is.
0: No, no, no. Ian's just keeping all of this in. Um, you seem like a really good friend. We both agree. But you can't be the thing that she's asking you to be. So what do you say to that? Like, okay, Jen, here's what we should do. I should. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know how like I, you know, I do that. I'm like yeah. Jen. Here's my laundry list of things that make I'm me not sad. That
1: good at helping
0: you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so this is what literally, you guys. This is what happens. We walk into friendshiping and we open up the questions and we tar- start taking notes and we're typing, typing, typing. And I and I and I look over my laptop screen and I go, Jen. I'm sad and I have to tell you why. Like, really, <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. And then I just, like, I'm just, like, I might I raise my, my hands to the air and just, like, and I'm just, like, it's, everything is so bad. And Jen's, like, yeah but you're very strong and you can deal you with it. You are very strong. But that's the thing. Like, that's a good thing to say to somebody is like, you're totally right. All these things are fucked, but like you are strong. And I and I believe that you can not only work through this stuff but maybe make a positive impact on the world. Oh, that was so good. Because I'm quoting you. Oh, wow. Good job, Jen. Yeah. Like, Do- not I'm- exactly quoting you, but like that's the feeling that you give me whenever I complain oh, to you. That makes me so happy. Well, it, it makes me happy that you're around to Being my Michelle and Barack Obama. Oh, gosh.
1: I love the idea of reminding your friend of their strength. Yes. I mean, isn't that powerful shit? And it's true. Yeah. Being a human is the worst thing. Yeah. Don't blow smoke up their ass, but look at this person
0: and tell them what's amazing about them. Yeah. Like, hey, yes, being a human is bad. And all these things that you're saying definitely suck. But we can get you tools to deal with those things and move forward. And one of those things, maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's get off of fucking Twitter. But you're in a place where your pain is dragging you down, I feel like. And we need to deal with that. Now what? You
1: see what they say. Yeah. Woof. And if you have to say it a couple times, I think that's okay. I think so, too. You know what else you can do? No. When someone is depressed... Hmm. No, that's not a way to start a sentence. <laughs> that's, a, that's a broad way to start. Okay. I want to talk about some things that help me when I'm feeling depressed. Oh, I would love to know. Okay. Yeah, I know. And these aren't fixes, by the way. They're mostly distractions.
0: But that's the thing is like, I, I swear to God, Jen, every move I make in my life is me trying to deal with the world a little bit better. You know? Yep. I'd love to know your coping mechanisms because that's the thing is that life is just a series of fucking coping mechanisms until you die.
1: Really lighthearted episode today. You
0: know, I'm in a mood, okay? I started my day with therapy. (laughs) I love it. Okay, distractions help.
1: I'll be real. It sounds stupid, but when someone says, like, I'm going to see Star Wars again this weekend, would love to have some company. Actually, let me rephrase that. Would love to have your company. Not just anyone's company. I want to bring you, the world's biggest Star Wars fan, with me because we're gonna have fun. Yeah. For uh, three hours to however long those movies are now. Yes. That's what we're gonna do. And then we're, before that, we're gonna sit in the parking lot and watch the Han Solo trailer over again. And we're gonna mm. pause it on the Lando part because that's mm. the best part of the trailer. That's what mm. we're gonna do. Sound good? Nice. Let's let's go let's go hang out in Star Wars Land for a little while. Uh, what else? What else? Um, oh, when people are really understanding to me about when I bail on shit. That is the best, because when you invite uh, a person who's not in a happy place to hang out, there's like an 80% chance they're not going to want to come when it com- tom- comes time to leave the house, Agreed. especially true in winter. To say something like, no worries, you just, take ter- you just take care of yourself, but I would love to see you soon. Like you might have to make many hangouts, maybe once a month. You're going to try and you're going to get together, make it happen. Here's the most important thing that I want to like hammer home is you can't fix This. Yeah. You can't fix it. Uh -uh. And okay, when I'm in a bad place, my partner will talk about it. I'll talk about it with my partner. But what he knows is that he can't take on the role of a therapist. But what he can do is he can say, Do you want a bath? Do you want a math? I'll clean the tub for you. Or pizza or wings. He lets me decide between two really good things for dinner. And then I say, Both. (laughs) (laughs) I want wing pizza. I (laughs) I want pizza wings. You can do things to help that are fair to yourself. Like, you're not setting yourself up to fail here.
0: So it's interesting because the reason why we're talking about this is because even from the question, it seems like you want to hand off the duty of the depression sponge to the boyfriend. Oh, (laughs) yeah, you're right. You're like, what's going on here? Why aren't you helping? But the problem is, is that no one should be the depression sponge. It should be that this person has coping mechanisms and one of those is potentially a professional. So you can't be her coping mechanism. You can't be around to remind her everything is going to work out and be wonderful and okay. You can't tell her that. That's not accurate. You're not a clutch. No. And you're not a liar either. Right. (laughs) So it's time to change this relationship because you being the uh, sadness napkin is not working out. Sadness tampon. Oh. She's plugging it up. Yep. I'm sorry about the upsetting hand gesture that I made when yeah, I that. Yeah, that was a whole
1: thing. That was... Uh, <laughs> you used your whole hand, too. Yeah, it was... Uh, and your, part of your arm, kind of. It was uh, not a small tampon. <laughs> it's the most polite way of describing what you just did. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Can we please move on to question two? It's time two? to do
1: number two. Thank God. Oh, I mean question <laughs> two. It's hard to do question two. two. Oh, this juvenile humor. This yeah, is, I guess that qualifies as a joke.
0: Let's never <laughs> record this podcast again. Yeah, this is it. This is the end. Uh, I this can't one's even,
1: a little lighter of a question, which I
0: think is a good idea. <laughs> I'm so
1: glad. I'm trying to find the beginning of the question. It says, dear friendshipping. Dear F- friendshipping.
0: What? Oh, I found this it. It's about dancing. I love... I, okay. No, you don't. Liar. Was, you don't like dancing. I don't like don't dancing. Don't lie our listeners. You're totally right. You're totally right. However, I do like people who like dancing. They, they. Uh, I find them interesting. Like, <laughs> how did you become that way? <laughs> what life events made you a dancy person? Okay. All right. Dear friendshipping. I partner dance as a hobby, and part of the reason I like it is the amazing people. There's so many who I hug and greet and chat with every time I see them, and a few that I've hung out with one-on-one, and I've gone to some parties with this one friend, Sphere. However, I'm shy around new people, and I have many friends outside of dance, which is maybe why all my dance friends seem to be closer with each other than they are with me. You don't sound shy. Yeah, I think that you're doing all right. (laughs) Like you dance and, yeah, and you've you, got spheres of friends and you and, hug, yeah, and you dance. <laughs> and you know what it is? I, I think it, so. This is just off the cuff, but I feel like this person is surrounded by like theater kids, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. right? Jazz heads, and like it's and they're, time to do theater. They're kind of normal, so like <laughs> they're not a nut job, right? And again, coming from a theater kid. You are probably just the most normal person in your friend group. Coming from someone who hates theater
1: kids, (laughs) I think you're doing great.
0: (laughs) Oh, frick.
1: Okay. (laughs) The emails are going to be great. Leave that in, Ian. I want to see what
0: happens. (laughs) Jen, don't forward me anything. After three years in the dance community, there are really only a few people in this group that I feel that I can call friends. My birthday is coming up soon-ish. And I've been really wanting to have a large party with wine and cheese and talking. Yeah, this person's not a shy person. No. I've never invited people over to drink wine and talk to each other. <laughs> like, I usually have, like, okay, everybody play this board game, so we're having fun near each other.
1: I've had people over to drink wine and look at the TV. Totally different. Yeah. In tot- my opinion. Yeah, absolutely different.
0: Where, this is it's a, actually no talking. <laughs> I think this person is a self-loathing extrovert. I really think that's what's happening. Aww. I know. Welcome to the party. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. Okay. So my birthday is coming up soon-ish, and I want to have a party where everybody looks at each other and talks together. And I want to introduce my friends' fears to each other. I would love to invite some dance people, but I'm having trouble figuring out how many or which ones. All of the dance people that I friended on Facebook, about 50, 50, and All of the people that seem like they'd be sociable with people they don't know, the ones I've hung out with one-on-one, the previous category, but also their significant others. I'm just worried about people not having a good time, and I'm worried about people wondering why I picked them. Do you have any advice on how to approach this decision?
1: Yes, we do. Yes. This one I think we can actually handle pretty well. Yes. First thing I want to say, you seem very cool. I totally agree. Yeah. You remind me of me when I'm happy.
0: Oh, my God. Jen, seriously. They have like a hobby that's physical and they have like friends in a bunch of places. They got friends in a million places. Yeah, they do. They do. Like you
1: seem happy and fulfilled and you're planning a party for yourself and you want to make sure everyone has a good time. Those are wonderful things.
0: I've never known a human
1: being to have all of these qualities. Yeah. I have those qualities like once every couple months where I'm like things are going well. My life is in balance. I have friends that want to meet each other. Like, it's like once in a blue moon, this all comes together. Like, I'm sure you're crumbling in other ways. Yeah, I'm sure you're broken.
0: Yeah, but but this all sounds pretty great. This sounds great.
1: Yeah. So, good job on this little hobby life you've made yourself. Yeah. Keep keep pursuing that, you little weirdo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's get to the problem here the party. The party. The party. The the soiree. Invite the amount of people that you'd like to hang out with and that will make a nice group gathering. Honestly, that's it. Yeah. Like, if you can accommodate a huge party of 75 people and that's how you want to throw down, go for it. But if you want a few people to sit around a card table and, like, chill and hold hands and talk about their feelings, then do that. Yeah. Like, close your eyes and picture the party you want to have. Who's there?
1: Oscar Isaac, probably. Several Oscar Isaacs and that's it. Yeah. Maybe Daisy Ridley and Barack Obama and Beyonce. Yes. Now open your eyes and remember that's not going to happen. <laughs> now close your eyes again.
0: Try one more time.
1: Now close your eyes again. <laughs> and uh, let's get realistic here. What are, what's everyone doing? Are they looking at each other? Or are they looking at a TV?
0: Are they looking at their phones? They're probably looking at their phones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have invited them. So I think what's less important than the actual guest list, because the guest list should really just be people with whom you'd like to celebrate your birthday, Yep. Uh, is uh, let's take some consideration as to what you can do to facilitate a social party. So um, we mentioned board games before. Not everybody floats that way, but what a board game can do is it's something fun that you can use to get to know people. And if you have two social spheres, like, crashing into each other, having the ability to pick up a hand of Hanabi is really nice. Or a hand—I guess a hand of Cards Against Humanity because it is a party, and that's a party game. Never heard of it. It's just—if you—I don't know. I don't know how you float. Oh, uh, Monikers. Monikers! Monikers is good. Monikers is great. Yeah. What else is good?
1: Uh Dixit is a little too dark. Yeah, Dixit's I agree too with dark that. for a party. What's like, a
0: slap forty five is a good?
1: I love that game. I yeah. hate teaching it though. No one understands slap forty five.
0: Yeah, it's very hard to teach. Um, what
1: else? Secret Hitler is hard to teach. Uh, oh God. If you want everyone to hate each other at the end, well, but have so, a great time, have hating, a each great other, time hating each secret other. great time hating secret Hitler is the best game. Maybe ever, yeah. But uh, social games, best, yeah, social games.
0: Avalon, Coup, that sort of thing.
1: I can't play Secret Hitler now because it makes me too anxious. It's like too good of a game. Flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah, can't go near it. I understand that. Uh, so maybe be careful with that one. If I'm invited, which I
0: assume I am. Yeah, me too. Like, what, what's going on? Um, but yeah, like other group activities. Like it, you can rent a little karaoke machine. They're cheaper than you might think. I bet this crew loves karaoke. Oh my god, they like to dance. They like to sing. You know. I'm going to admit something. You like karaoke? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, I knew that. Uh, so a long time ago, like a few years ago, um, I was trying to be friends with this, this woman who, we just, it just didn't gel. But she threw a great fucking party once. And it, what it was, was a, was a Disney-themed party, which I don't suggest a theme party, but for this group of weirdos, dressing up as, as a Disney character was great. So the cool thing about this Disney party was the the woman who threw it was ready for everybody to get drunk and sing. So she had a bunch of cheap beer and all night she had those old Disney sing-along songs videos playing with like the bouncing mickey head and all the nice. words so everybody knows can you feel the love tonight you know everybody knows all these songs so we just got hammered and sang and hugged all night so it, it wasn't like one person at the microphone Mm-mm. oh it was a sing along oh that yeah. sounds way better yeah it's um is what they do <laughs> i kind of sh- do this anyway every any Friday night which is fine yeah. you can oh, alone you, no you know what you could do play the hamilton soundtrack i guarantee you all those theater nerds are gonna be way into that oh yeah yeah and like there are people who who aren't theater nerds who know all the words to freaking Hamilton. Yep. Anyway, what we're saying is pick a group activity that will help facilitate the socialization. You can
1: totally mix up your group of friends. Like, you know, cross, you can cross streams here and your friends should gel. And if they don't gel, they can make nice and have fun at your birthday for a few hours. Like adults know how to do that. Yeah. Most adults know how to do that like they have something in common already which is liking you. Yeah. Uh but do keep in mind like prepare yourself. It sounds like you know this already, but just so you know, if you do mix groups that don't know each other, you're going to have to do some work at this party. Yeah. Personally, uh it's if it's my birthday, I'm not I'm doing no work. Everyone <laughs> get to know yourselves. Uh I want no part of this. Um that's why I keep I that's why I have two birthdays.
0: Like a dinner
1: with people that like already know each other and then like, you know, anyway. It's a good move. Yeah. Do what you want to do. And Mm -hmm. if you if the idea of introducing people all night, making sure everyone is having a good time sounds like not a big deal to you. Extroverts love that shit. Yeah. I mean, then just so you know, you are going to have to do some work as the glue of the friend groups.
0: The other thing I want to mention is that um, you seem to be afraid to exclude people from your party. I really don't think. That your Dancy pals are going to go through your guest list and be like, why did Dancy Marge get invited? But I didn't. Uh, Something I say all the time is your social life is not Little League and not everybody will get a chance at bat. Okay, like do it as whatever seems fair to you. But an adult, a real adult will not cry about not getting a birthday party invitation. Yup. You're a person in demand. Yeah, good your for whole, you. Yeah, your whole life long, you're going to exclude or include on your own whim, you know? You said wine and cheese and talking, and that sounds lovely.
1: What you didn't say, and I'm really glad, but I'm going to issue this warning anyway, don't ask your non-dancy friends to dance. Oh, God. If I were invited to, like, a theater kid party. I'd spend the whole night being like, I'm a writer, and uh, I don't like this, <laughs> and I'm going to go. Cause you're all, and no one's gonna notice, cause everyone's too busy like dancing and jumping around, prancing like, pails, and like doing cartwheels and you know doing the 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 move from um, come on, what? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Look what I'm doing with my hands. Okay,
0: what is this? Dirty dancing. Oh, oh, so you were lifting? I was lifting someone. You were lifting baby. Yeah. Okay, because when I think about, dancy friends, I think about like just people doing the Dougie or like the Cabbage Patch.
1: What's the Cabbage Patch? It's this. Oh, I've done that. I've done that move. It's just Google I, cabbage uh, I've made that move.
0: Kind of it's kind of mine. It's a good it's a good move. <laughs> so I, I I fully agree with Jen. There are many options here. Just like have a birthday party, buddy. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. I do have the list of um, – thes- I looked in the thesaurus for both the word dance and the word friends, and then I made a list of different things you can call your dance friends. Oh, great. And I think that's useful. Yeah, please so I'm, share. I'm going to go through. Okay. Uh, so La Bamba Buddies, <laughs> Cha-Cha Comrades, Foxtrot Friends. Oh, I like that one. Cabbage Patch Cousins, Tango Mates. Tango Mates is good. Oh, that sounds like it could be a restaurant. And I know I keep on saying dancy pals, but really you need to go with prancy pals? Yeah, that's the correct answer.
1: Pants. I am now looking. Twirly buds. <laughs> <laughs> Gyratin' pals. <laughs> Gross. No, you need it's a different th- kind of party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh okay, well... I think we've exhausted our Ourself. patience <laughs> with with ourselves. Um, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. Uh, hopefully we helped someone today. We have no idea. Um, let us know if we did. You can email us that or a question at Friendshiping Podcast. And if it didn't help, keep it to yourself. Keep it to your damn self. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. If you'd like to tweet with us, you may at DoFriendship. I uh, thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Alex Cox for doing the studio up. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for her design work and her patience. Thank you to Molly Lewis for our beautiful theme song. And thank you for listening.
1: You're welcome for talking. Your friendship
0: at the problem.
1: Mostly I try to listen. I have
0: some spit. Swallow it. Got swallow that spit. I swallowed. Ew. <laughs> Why did I say that like that? That was so fratty. And I didn't mean it. Fratty. It's Ugh. okay.